Hi, welcome to Tales and Treasures of Taiwan. This is a show about a multitude of cultural facets here in Taiwan, from religions to customs, festivals to tourism, performing arts to indigenous culture, and of course, the culinary goodness of Formosa. It's your one-stop shop to all things Taiwan, and I'm your host, Joey. 欢迎大家收听台湾文化新视野，我是主持人 Joey。台湾早期的先民从中国大陆沿海渡过黑水沟，来到了福尔摩沙，经历了不同时期的变迁，而保留下来的历史记忆，以一府、二路、三艋甲七个字，见证了台湾由南而北的开发史。这个月，我们将一起来探讨台湾古城的历史与文化。Taiwan's history. Is closely tied to the development of trading ports along the western coastline, from the Spanish, the Dutch, the French, the English, the Japanese, and to the Chinese. Taiwan's major cities were all built by industrious merchants and tradesmen who came to the island for a better future. This month, let's explore Formosa's biggest settlements through the development of its economic history. This week. We'll talk about the historical development of Taiwan's ports and coastal cities. Inviting to the show is Professor Luo of Mingchuan University. This week, we'll explore Taiwan's largest ports and coastal cities' history and development. We invite the Mingchuan University Luo Fenmei Professor. So, we'll review again. 府城当初主要贸易的这个商品是丝绸，因为是荷兰人想要跟中国人买丝绸。那是荷兰时期，荷兰时期。汉人就不了。汉人之后就开始也是稻米,稻米糖。OK， 那后来开了鹿港，也是卖这两个，就是二港嘛，对不对？对，二港也是卖这两个。对，那这个府城的这个港口跟鹿港的港口这两个正式成为港口，它差了多少年的时间、啊？一百。一百年，嗯 ，OK OK， 之后再开到蒙甲去了，对，其实是中间的，其实不是开到蒙甲啦，嗯，那叫巴里巴里笨，他们以前的旧名叫笨、嗯，那个笨是一个分下面一个土，嗯哼，那个字念叫巴里笨，哈、嗯 okay ，因为你知道那个淡水的河口哈，嗯，很小，嗯哼，那整个淡水河系很大，那淡水河是台湾唯一一条可以划船。嗯，进到里面够宽，够宽。OK， 那最底新庄，这我们现在身处的地方是不是,是 ？OK， 它最底到新庄、嗯，那新庄再上去就是山区嘛。是，那山区的东西下来，再从这边运出去。嗯，那那边东西进来就这样。可是你知道这个河流，因为从山上下来会淤塞，嗯哼，所以呢，新庄这边就淤浅了，嗯哼，所以就往北推，嗯、就推到蒙甲，这样、啊、就往蒙甲。啊、嗯，那后来又塞住了，就往大道城；又塞住了，就往淡水。这么容易塞住啊？台湾的山区很容易下来，很多的淤泥，船就进不来啊。嗯嗯嗯，它就变成浅啦、啊。他们没有去挖，没有啦。以前人哪想那么多，就往前推。所以整个我们淡水河系的发展就是从新庄。嗯哼，所以为什么它叫新庄？嗯，一点都不新啊。嗯哼，对啊。可是就是那个时候，它是第一个开出来的汉人的。聚落，嗯，所以叫新庄啊，然后之后就退到蒙甲，嗯，然后之后就退到大道城，所以为什么是我们说蒙甲，嗯，就是那个时代，嗯，就是说他巴黎那边也是跟鹿港一样的方式嘛，嗯嗯，因为那边可以开始做生意，嗯
，开始就有投资自己出去的啦，那个也是最后再追认的啊。不过北部的东西哈，它跟中南部有不一样，嗯，因为北部没有那么大的平原，对，可以种稻米，可以种甘蔗，所以你知道那时候种什么吗？种一种东西叫蓝草，蓝草。就是染布用的哦，真的。如果你现在到三峡，嗯，三峡还有那个蓝染，你知道吗？嗯、就是可以染布。对，那那个染料，那个叫做蓝草、嗯，那个在早期是一个很好的输出品。嗯，因为中国很早就有在织布，嗯，所以以前就是要有可以把它染成深蓝或者黑色，嗯哼，它就不会脏，嗯哼。Okay. 所以那个东西就叫蓝草。那那个蓝草把它提炼做成蓝靛，好就是染剂了、嗯。那所以当时福建的商人要移民来台湾嘛，如果我可以移到南部嘉南平原彰化，那就算了，我就种稻米啊，种甘蔗。可是我如果移来北部呢，这边丘陵地啊，我又没有地方种稻米，嗯、那我可以种什么？嗯、我就去山区种蓝草。嗯那蓝草在中国来讲，它很早就有很好的纺织业、嗯，可是染料这件东西主要都从福建这边去的，嗯嗯嗯，所以那些人就来台湾种，所以蒙甲的发展就是从蓝草染料、哦。那我们很多人不理解，都说茶叶，嗯哼，茶叶其实一到一八六零年才开始。由一个英国人叫 John Doe 的，才把茶叶带来、嗯、台湾的山区北部的丘陵，才开始种茶叶。The development of Mongjia area started with a meandering river. As commerce developed on the island and the south made good money growing rice and sugarcane, northern Taiwan planted indigo shrubs as their cash crop. The dark blue dye extracted from fermented indigo leaves. Proved popular for China's booming textile industry. The color was useful for sturdy everyday clothes that didn't show wear and tear. These hardy shrubs required little space and were grown on mountainsides in the north. Once the leaves were harvested, the crops were carried down the mountain to Xinjiang, where ICRT is situated right now, before being transported by boats along the Danshui River to the sea for export. In Fujian Province, and on to other parts of China. But as settlement and silt continually washed down the steep mountainsides in the north, the river near Xinjiang grew too shallow for heavy cargo ships, and the flow of the water began to meander. Eventually, the path of the river moved so much that a new hub for commerce and transporting indigo was developed, and that was Mengjia in what is now Taipei City. This process also led to the development of Da Daochen and Danshui. And that's it for our conversation about the start of Northern Taiwan. Tomorrow we'll talk about the development of the North. This is another episode of Tales and Treasures of Taiwan. I'm Joey. Have a good night. <laughs>